this is your friendly neighborhood world film geek albert valentin welcome to the latest episode of the world film geek podcast we have jackie moore and jared cohen their new rideshare horror film dawn is coming out on digital on august 2nd from uncorked entertainment i hope you guys enjoy the interview and hit record let me go hit record right now all right there we go <laughs> all right so jared and jackie thank you so much for taking the time to talk about dawn oh my gosh this movie was insane like I was, I was, last year there was a movie called Spree, which had a similar premise: a rideshare driver killing people. And but he did it to get more views on his little social media channel. But mm-hmm. Dawn clearly has another agenda with her. And Jackie, I'm not gonna lie to you, you scared the crap out of me with this role. You just like blew me away. It's so good. And I was like, I was feeling it there, like feeling it as you were just like scaring the living crap out of me as I was watching this movie. And you, it just means you just did an excellent job. It just shows how much of a presence you brought to that move to the movie. That is so incredibly kind of you to say. I I haven't seen the movie, so you really um, are are making me feel good. So thank you so much for saying that. I'm I'm terrified to watch the movie. You know. <laughs> and Jared, but, Jared, man, yeah. you did you did an excellent job too, man. You were. You were aces as Oliver. You were just like, you didn't know what to do in the situation. You just went head on as like, you know, you were stuck in the situation, but you tried to make the most of it. Thank you. Yeah, man. I, you know, I, I had a blast. And, you know, working opposite Jackie, she just gave me, you know, the, I was feeding off her energy and, it, it, you know, I got a tribute to her and as well as the, director and and sarah french so team effort yeah definitely and uh jared you did your share of direct you do your share of directing as well and uh matter of fact we talked about deadlock just last year i I do remember now that we're talking about that we were talking about deadlock last year so it's great that we got to see you on the other side of the camera this time in front but like i said you pulled off nicely with this role yeah, I mean, I love acting, you know, I, I mean, and, and I would love to, you know, continue to act. I started as an actor and uh, sort of shift focus to directing, but I, you know, I truly enjoy it and hope, uh, you know, I can, you know, do some more acting down the line. I think you should, man. You did, you did, because you did such a great job and. Like I said, Jackie, man, you just were, you were insane in this movie. And just from the beginning to the end, you just did a hell of a job just like playing this role. And I, my first question is, how did you get a, how did you come, like, how did you come up with getting this role? Like, how did it happen? And what was your approach to taking the role? Well, Nick Ryan, who directed it, actually worked on another movie that I did for Lifetime called Party from Hell that Jared directed. So we all kind of know each other. And um, when I found out that Jared and I would be working together, it was like kind of a no brainer for me because I've always been a very big fan of Jared's acting work. I, you know, we've we've known each other for a long time, but uh I, there's a movie that he did called Feed the Devil. I don't know if you've seen it, but it, he was incredible in that. Uh, it was an indie horror movie. And so I knew that he would be amazing as Oliver. And I just kind of, when I read the script, I really 
was blown away by like the unique essence of Dawn and what I was reading. I, I hadn't really read a script that was like this and I didn't know how it would all kind of come together, but um, it was a really short shoot. We, we shot it quickly and we did a lot with very little to make it, make it happen. Um, but I was really intrigued by Dawn because I felt like she had this motivation to like take justice into her own hands and what she felt was, was right. And to, it was just very interesting. Like, um, the character I felt like was, was unique. So. And any person who would make Eric Roberts cry gets an A plus in my book. <laughs> exactly what she did with this movie. Like he, <laughs> And yes, I, I and this was the beginning of the movie, so I'm, you know we're just pretty so you, like you had Eric Roberts as like your first, like one of your first victims in the movie, and you know he just makes his cameo, and bam, but making him cry, and he was really crying. That's just, that's just yeah, <laughs> was he? <laughs> yeah, I was like blown away by it. I worked with him a lot. <laughs> I was like, wow, okay, wow, that's <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, I mean, because he pulled off nicely. I, mean, I don't think I've heard him cry in a movie like that since... God, I can go as far back as Best of the Best where he popped his shoulder out, but you know, he was crying oh, in that scene. But I love that. That's actually one of my favorite movies of all time is Best of the Best. Uh, oh, my God. What a cry. I mean... that That's the only... That is, I'm going to tell you, this, that is the only martial arts movie that will make me cry at the end of the... At the end. I swear. I can't cry any other, like, that genre movie, except for Best of the Best. Every time I watch it, I shed that a tear at the very end of that movie. Oh, man. Between, uh, yeah, Simon Ree and... And brother. his brother. His brother, Phil. Yeah, his brother, Phil. And they actually have a martial arts studio out here, Simon Ree. And funny story, uh, he played... Uh, Day, the character Day Han mm -hmm. and my brother and I grew up watching that movie we watched it obsessively and then he marries a uh, you know because they're the fighting the Korean team his wife is Korean and I and they're having a, they're having a, a baby boy and I I said man you should you should name him Day Han <laughs> and he named his son Dame Day Han my, nice. my, my wow that's amazing oh. That's I like awesome. it. Awesome. I like that when they when actors can, can pull that off. So I remember Gary Daniels did the same thing. He named his son Kenshiro after his character in Fist of the North Star. Like right after right after he shot for this the North Star, he had him and his wife had a son and he named him Kenshiro after <laughs> after that character. I, think, uh, I mean it's it's I love when people are named after uh you know the characters or less more you know something less like you know obvious like like yeah. a cool name of, from a character i think it's it's awesome i wish i wish i was named after uh you know charles xavier or something you know like from from x-men i don't know something something cool I wasn't a huge fan of Logan. I thought I thought there could have been a much better uh, Wolverine movie. 
but that's just me, you know. So I love the I love the character. I love the Wolverine character, and I thought they went. You could have went. Uh, you could have went so many different directions, but yeah. So you guys got to share the screen with Sarah French, like throughout the whole movie. From both your viewpoints, what was it like working with her? I loved working with Sarah. I really did. She was, uh, I felt like such a good balance for Dawn and for Oliver. And you really feel her terror and um, vulnerability. There's that one scene where we worked together and she's talking about what had happened in her past. And I remember actually like, you know, getting emotional, which you're not supposed to, for my character, she's yeah. more uh, socio-psychopathic, I would say. And yeah. she's not really supposed to show any emotion, but Sarah really brought so much truth to that, uh, that monologue. And uh, I loved working with her. I think she's a really amazing talent. And Jared, what about you? What was it like what, from your, uh, your stance? Sarah is fantastic. Well, such a talented actress and such a good person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, that really kind of shows on screen that, you know, she is, just, you know, she's got strong, good values. And, and mm-hmm. I think that's sort of, the crux of like, I'm this bad guy. I don't think my character was that bad. I think he was just doing what he thought he had to do to make money, which I can understand. Like, you yeah, know, he, he had to do what it takes, you know, he, he, in a way he was kind of like pressured to do what he did. I felt like, you know, the jobs he had, that he had to do and yeah. you know, he knew about it, but at the same time, like, yeah, you're making the money. I don't, in some ways, you had that guilty conscience. I felt. I think a lot. You know, look, if you're making a lot of money, and you're, you know, and the ch- chances are, someone, there's some, you know, ethic. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna bump up against an ethic because somebody somewhere is gonna get pissed off because you're doing something that. You know, if you're running a big company, you know you're having you're having to deal with so many different assets. So I don't think he's a bit a, a bad guy. I know people that work in you know finance and big industry, and and look, someone who's working if you're working for the tobacco industry, does that make you a bad person? No, I mean I don't think so. I mean, sure, you can say you know some of the workers are probably you know the, the guys picking the stuff and maybe worked hard but but at the end of the day that's part of the company and it's a huge company that deals with thousands of employees that that uh and that's a long-winded answer but i don't i don't i don't think my character uh necessarily does deserved this sort of you know this 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 comments and maybe if none of this happened maybe if we didn't get in this ride we would have had a successful marriage but it was on earth i was lying about what i was doing i was trying to cover it up and and dawn jackie's character you know wasn't having that she she got to the bottom obviously she's very smart did her research and and made me pay pay uh 
pay right. the price by you know expose exposing me i got exposed yeah. and, exactly. and and i gotta say one of the one of the i thought this was a scene i keep like i thought was insane was a uh, nicholas brendan scene with jackie fixing the top like trying to get through the tire and <laughs> i don't know what was on what he was on in that scene but that just the just the whole conversation like here he is mr fanboy and what he wanted Dawn to do, I was just like, what is up with this guy? Like, <laughs> are you serious? Like, but it must have been, it must have been great working with him as well in that one scene. Yeah, Nick, Nikki played my husband in a movie called Want and Want. It's a, it's a movie that's out on Amazon Prime. So we had worked together before and he knew I was doing this. So I said, maybe, why don't you do a cameo? And he did. Oh, and that, that was a, that's a hell of a cameo. <laughs> I can say that. <laughs> I won't reveal what happened, but it's just, the, just the way everything went down was just, it started out really good. Like, you know, the typical family, but what happened right after that was just mind blowing. I'm like, holy crap. I was yeah. not expecting that to happen. And yeah. So I, I know Sarah la is, has launched a new label, of, like a new horror label of her own. I read about it just last week. Yes. And, Nick and Nicholas is going to be in a film called Christmas Slasher that's coming out soon because I uh, actually contributed to that Kickstarter. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that came out. Cool. Um, but uh, yeah, so how you said shooting went pretty fast. How long did shooting actually take on this? Like a week. Oh, geez. Not even, I don't think. It was quick. Wow. And we did all night shoots. Oh, man, that must have been tough. It was hard. And I think, you know, what people don't realize is, like, you're not doing a movie where you get a million takes to do a scene. You're getting one or two takes to do very intense scenes and dialogue. So you kind of have to uh, take that into account when you watch a movie like Dawn. It's a smaller budget, but we did, you know, the best we could. I, I think, like, I know you didn't see the movie yet, but I think, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. And, you know, it's, I, I, like I said, it scared the crap out of me. Like, you were just amazing in it. And, yeah. I, and I noticed one of the executive producers was James Colin Bressack. And I've talked to that guy, like, at least three times already. I've done three interviews with, with him at some occasion. Was he was he on the set at all, or was he just like the behind the like a behind the scenes guy? He went. He was there sometimes. James and I worked on Pernicious together, which Jared was in as well. We all went to Thailand to do Pernicious uh, years ago, and I've worked with James before. But he he did come to the set to visit, but the set was so kind of small and. Um, well, not really a small set, but it was very close because we shot in the car. So it was, it was, there wasn't the ability to have a lot of people around, <laughs> you know, it was very intimate. That's awesome. So what do you guys think of the ride, of the whole thing with ride? Do you think like rideshare drivers can actually like be this insane? Because I, I, I think with this and spree last year, I think it's a possibility. I mean, like you never know who's gonna pick who's gonna pick you yeah. up. You don't know if they're if they're unhinged or not. Like, yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, there has been uh, quite a few instances uh, of violence occurring 
you know, between passengers and drivers and uh, robberies. Uh, I believe there uh, some resulted in uh, fatalities. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there is a risk. You're jumping in the car with someone you don't know yeah. that could be having a really bad day. Mm -hmm. uh, you just don't know. Um, it's not, you know, fully regulated. And that's actually, uh, you know, look, I love, uh, you know, Uber. And I, I watched Super Pump, the story of the making of Uber. And I love it. I love the guys. Mm -hmm. uh, I think what they're, what they're doing is fantastic. So I don't think people should be necessarily afraid of using a rideshare app. The chance of, of anything is very slim. But you do have to understand that some there has been there has been incidents like but that's you know you could you could you could walk to your mailbox and get mugged so you know it's a numbers game i totally agree with that <laughs> well with that said um what's next for you guys is there anything that's also coming out on the horizon that you would like to share with us Vendetta. Well, Vendetta already came out, but Jared directed it. And I was in that movie as well. And that's with Mike Tyson, Clive Stanton, um, Thomas Jane and Theo Rossi. And that's like, it's a really, really great action packed. Uh, yeah. movie. You were great. I mean, Jackie, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, great. Check it out. Check out Jackie and Vendetta. Um, that's on my radar great scene, great scene with Theo that amazing scene uh, Theo Rossi is such a talented actor um, and it's, it's good to see him come you know really ha have his talents like he's doing some really big juicy stuff so I think I, I really think Theo Rossi is going to be a big star Jackie had a fantastic scene with him uh, in the movie and great, it was great work on, for, on both sides. Thank you. And I'm hoping, Jared, are you gonna be acting again anytime soon? Is that the plan? Hey, you know, you never know. I mean, I, I am not really, you know, like I started as an actor and I was, you know, I was doing, I was getting, doing the submitting and headshots and all, all that actor actor hustle stuff and uh, i don't really do that anymore uh but uh if a situation comes up i i, I truly enjoy acting uh so it'd be great to do some more but i'm not i'm not i'm not you know i'm not really pushing it and or, uh, so is there anything you that you're going to be directing soon or is something on the horizon in terms of directing? Yeah. Got you a few things. Yeah. Cause you've been, you turn out like movies. Like I always see, like, I think a lot of what I see lately is like your, like the stuff you're directing. I always see like Jared, you know, directed by Jared Cohen. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, look, I did a lot of, uh, a lot of projects. I'm really trying to kind of, you know, step out of the, you know, I mean, I love low budget 
films and I think it's amazing, but you know, we all, uh, you know, I can't, speak, I can, I'm speaking for myself, but I, I can kind of speak for most filmmakers in that, you know, we always try to, you know, you're always trying to do the uh, little bit bigger budget, a little bit bigger, have, you know, bigger stars and, and work on bigger projects. So, you know, it's all, it's all part of the, the life cycle, but at the same time, you know, making independent films and making films like is amazing, you know, and, and the ability to make films at any kind of budget is, is, is a blessing and it's a privilege. Um, so, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've got some things I'm working on and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be posting. I just dropped something. I'll be posting something uh, on it shortly. That's cool. Well, that's what I like about indie films. I'm mean, besides, let's just, I'm going to say it's indie films. I, I, I like to watch them a lot more than the bigger budget films because at least indie films brings out more originality and, you know, creativity. You know, you're not under, uh, you know, you're not under pressure from producers or studios to do it their way. You know, you, they see the, they see your vision and they, you know, they, they run with it. So I think that's a big thing about it. That's a great way to put it. I love that. And obviously you've seen a lot of movies. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a lot, and I think a lot, of, a lot of more indie films too. So, you know, it's just that, that's a big, that's the other thing. Cool. That's great. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's making any movie is, uh, is a small miracle. It really is. And I think it's just great to see original stories because, you know, there's a lot of remakes being made and that's fine that I think some are really great, but I love original stories and new takes on uh, an idea. And, and I like this because it's like how many female serial serial killer movies are there? You know, I, I like there aren't that many. So it was an honor to play Dawn, you know, it, it, it was a risk. I don't know how it came out, but I definitely worked really hard on it. And, uh, you know, it was not an easy shoot and it was a lot of, a lot of dialogue and a lot of scenes. So we did the best we could. And I hope people enjoy it. Yep. And it'll be out on August 2nd. Yeah. August 2nd. So I hope everyone does get a chance to check out Dawn because this is a really good movie. Like I said, guys, Jackie scared the crap out of me with this. Her role was so amazing in this. And Jared did an excellent job as well. And this is just an amazing movie. And everyone needs to check it out. So once again, Jared, Jackie, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk about it. And I hope everyone checks out Dawn on Tuesday when it comes out. Thank you so much for this amazing interview and for your kind words. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Right. I hope, well, <laughs> I hope everyone uh, stays safe and take, and you guys take care. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that interview with Jackie Moore and Jared Cohen. Don't forget Dawn will be on digital tomorrow from Uncorked Entertainment. Tomorrow is August 2nd. If you want to see my review of the film, go to worldfilmgeek.com, where you can also check out more reviews, interviews, and features. So until then, take care, folks.